Thank you for tuning in to the Growing Together in Christ podcast, where each week you and I take an intimate journey to strengthen our relationship with Christ. Every week, the podcast is an actual video that I recorded on Facebook earlier. Therefore, if you want to see the video, head right on over to Dr. Michelle White on Facebook. If not, enjoy the content here. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. White. Welcome back to another week of spiritual encouragement where you and I together journey to help each other stay Christ-focused. I want to take you back a few months to my family vacation. And I want to share with you something that God showed me during that time. You know how Jesus, during the time that he lived, he used parables in order to share heavenly meanings. So when we think about the word parable, it's actually an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And so I feel that as God allows us to experience life every single day, he allows us to walk through modern day parables that help explain heavenly meanings. And as a mom, I'm always trying to look for those modern day experiences that God allows me to walk through in the presence of my children so that every single thing that I do, I can point them back to our father. When we were on vacation, every night we had to decide what are we going to eat? So my husband encouraged the kids to pull out their phones, look on Yelp, and try to find something in the area within a couple of miles that we could go and have for dinner. We allowed each one of our kids to kind of jump in and have some say-so. So the very first night, our middle daughter decided on a Mexican restaurant that was probably about two miles away. The reviews were excellent. The menu looked phenomenal. So we journeyed to the restaurant and let me tell you, it was completely empty. Now, that wouldn't have been as alarming, but there were absolutely no cars in the parking lot. We wonder, is it even open? But then as we looked around at the surrounding restaurants, they were packed. It appeared as if some of them may have even had waiting lists, waiting people outside, waiting to get into the restaurant because it was so packed. So my husband kind of looked around and he said, guys, I don't know about this. Why is this restaurant completely empty? So the kids, especially my middle daughter who found the restaurant, she said, daddy, please, let's just go. Let's just, you know, eat here. My husband rolled down the window there was a young girl standing outside and he said to her, hey, do you know anything about this restaurant? And she says, my mom is the manager there and the food is great. Now, of course, what else is she gonna tell us? The food is great. So my husband looks in the back seat at the kids' faces and we're all quite hungry. And he said, mm, okay, let's go in. The food was amazing. The service was amazing. And yes, we were all alone. We had the restaurant all to ourselves. So we, as a family of seven, could make as much noise as we wanted. It was such a great restaurant that we started planning when we could come back for another dinner before we left to come back home. Now, let's fast forward to the second night. Second night, my husband looks on Yelp and he decides he wants to have Thai. 
So he finds this Thai restaurant that is maybe about a 10 minute drive. And as we're driving, I'm saying, oh, that looks so good. Now I'm saying it looks good, the restaurants, because I see the outside decor. I see how many people are congregated around it. And just the name catched me on some of these restaurants. So as we drive up to the Thai restaurant, it looked like a hole in the wall. I looked at my husband and I said, are you sure the reviews are good here? I think it was next door to a cigar shop within a strip mall. And it had only about a five foot wide presence in the strip mall. So the door is narrow to get in, keep that in mind. As we go in, it's beautiful on the inside. It looks so just clean, immaculate, decorative, and the food was excellent. The service was excellent. It was so good, we went back there a second night. So as I think about this, you would think by now I would stop, quote unquote, judging a book by its cover, but I didn't. The next night, my oldest son picked something that he found on Yelp and it wasn't too bad on the outside because I guess I kind of got used to, okay, maybe it's going to be in a storefront, but it was like a fast food type place where my expectation was I wanted to sit down and just enjoy fellowship with my family. Again, great food, great fellowship. So as I pondered through all these dinners and I told my kids, what is it that God is trying to teach us through each one of these incidents. And I truly believe that he was trying to show us how important it is for our eyes to be affixed on what is not popular. What do I mean by that? When we see things in society and we see people gravitating towards things in society, what do we automatically think? Oh, that must be great. That must be good. We must follow that but just like Yelp now let me put this qualifier I'm not saying the Bible is Yelp I'm not saying Yelp is the Bible okay I want to I want to make that clear but I want to make a comparison of how we view Yelp and how we should view the Bible now if anyone has ever used Yelp you know that Yelp is an app on your phone that helps you navigate and journey through foreign land. The Bible is by far the only navigation system for us as Christians in a foreign world. And why do I say foreign world? Because the world that we live in right now is not our home. We're just here for the time that God has allowed us to be until Jesus comes back for us. So Yelp helps us navigate the Bible. As we know in 2 Timothy 3.16, God's word says that his word is God breathed. Some references or some translations may say God inspired, but nonetheless, it gives the same connotation that the Bible is inspired by God. And then God gives us a beautiful list that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for training and righteousness, so that we may be equipped for what God has called us to do. 
So if that is the case, why is it that we wanna follow what everyone else is doing? And I'm included. Remember I said how when we saw that that restaurant was empty, we immediately thought there was something wrong. How many times have you decided in your walk to stand on the promises and the word of God only to be told by others, maybe your high schooler, that that's not popular. The Bible is old. Men wrote the Bible. That doesn't exist. You can fill in the blank with all of the descriptors negatively that you may have heard about why you shouldn't follow the Bible in this very day and age. And I want to encourage you, go and follow what God's word says right now, today, in the foreign land that you live in. We don't have to gravitate towards that which looks good on the outside, but then is truly not good on the inside just because people go there. Here's something else I want us to be aware of as Christians. We have to be careful that even when our Christian brothers and sisters are gravitating towards something that looks popular but deviates from scripture, we have to stand, stand, stand on God's word. I was reviewing some notes in my Bible study lesson last week, and there was a chart from Lifeway that talked about how many people actually read their Bible on a regular basis, those who profess to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. The number was really small, and it was really sad because if I don't know what God's Word says, how then can I follow it? It's much like I'm deciding I'm going to make this bomb chocolate cake without any knowledge of how to cook, without even a recipe, and I just have all the ingredients in front of me and I just wing it. I kind of feel that's how we treat God's word, that we just kind of wing it. So that when we see everyone congregating over and again we see our Christian brothers and sisters congregating in certain areas that we think oh maybe we should go do that too because there's Christians over there maybe you should be the Christian that knows exactly I'm not supposed to be there Ephesians talks about how my conduct how my voice how my war how my voice and the things that come out of my mouth should be and God tells me in other areas how I'm supposed to fix my eyes, how I am to guard my heart, how the things that are coming out of my mouth are coming from my heart. God's word has such specifics and beautiful language for us to follow that sometimes we affix our eyes on that which may be popular opposed to affix our eyes that which may be and always will be relevant. And that's God's word. Again, wasn't that exciting to walk through a modern day parable in our lives to see the heavenly meaning? I really felt that in the Thai restaurant example, God was showing me and allowed me as a mom to share with my children that it is not always about what is on the outside. Remember I said the five foot storefront and the door was narrow? God's word in Matthew seven talks about a narrow gate. Now this narrow gate, of course, doesn't go to a Thai restaurant. 
This narrow gate specifically talks about true salvation. And my brothers and sisters, that's what I want for you. I want you to know how to find that narrow gate that is the true salvation. Not salvation that we see on television from televangelists because they say if you send this, then you have salvation. That's not true. God's word does not say that. And as we read God's word, we become equipped with the knowledge to know how to spot the falsities that are spoken of through some of those televangelists. Now that's a whole nother story. I won't, don't get me started on that. Actually, I did a video on that. So you'll have to kind of go back and scroll and find that. But the point of today is I'm excited. So excited that God allowed me to walk and journey through a modern day example to point me towards a heavenly meaning. And now as I go to restaurants and now as my kids experience different restaurants that may not look great on the outside or may be empty, they're gonna start thinking about their own walk as I did and ask myself, what am I gravitating to? Am I gravitating to what is popular or am I standing on the relevant truth of God's word? Be encouraged. Until next time. I'm so glad that you chose to listen to today's podcast on growing together in Christ. My prayer for you is that something resonated in the podcast slash video that you will be able to implement in your life today. If you want to see the actual video, you can view it on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Dr. Michelle White, Michelle with one L. Until next time.